Picture this, a nourishing breakfast spread, music welcoming you to a breathtaking space, a seat with a curated gift just for you, a full day of immersive, interactive, and truly transformational sessions, a room filled with women ready to step into their fullest potential, women ready for unmatched personal growth soul-giving conversations, vulnerable and heartfelt moments experienced together, moments of tears, of breakthroughs, of wonder and of release, laughter, hugs, and permission to step fully into your most authentic, honest, and powerful version of you. The one that's already in there that's just yearning to come out. Join us and buy your ticket for March 23rd, 2024 for Bloom, a life-changing event happening in Kitchener-Waterloo. Visit thebloomevent.com to learn more about this day or to say yes to yourself and purchase a ticket to join us. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Balance and Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Mondu, a published author, owner of Balance and Bliss, and a healthy lifestyle coach who helps women to escape the diet culture mindset and empowers them to harness their inner fire. You will always find me with a coffee in my hand, friends on my mind, and if you invite me, I will totally come to your party, and you won't regret it. She's right, you totally won't regret it. By the way, I'm Kim Holmes. Professionally, I'm a former personal trainer turned content and copywriter for health and wellness entrepreneurs with a knack for making wellness simple and sustainable. I believe you can and should make your own rules. Personally, I'm a mom of two boys, a pop culture dork, and a social introvert who has a lot of things to say. On this show, we discuss all things movement, menu, and most importantly, mindset, and so much more as it relates to living your healthiest and greatest life. Because let's face it, your health is so much more than what you eat and that workout that you planned on doing. We believe that life doesn't have to be perfect in order to be great. And if you're here, you can be sure that you will be getting the most honest and real conversations about being a woman and navigating the wellness world. Have you lived a lot of your life moving in and out of diet programs? Maybe you've been successful with something before, but then life happens and you're knocked back feeling like you're back where you started. Do you know how to spot your hunger cues? To listen for how your body wants to move, to nourish it well, to master your mindset? Do you crave feeling fully connected to your body? Have you ever felt fully and completely connected to your body? The Holistic Body Connection 8-week program guides you to cultivate true connection with your body through weekly lessons and conversations about what our bodies really need to not just survive, but to thrive. Discussing things like eating habits, meal planning, and mindset, we will transform your habits and your connection with your body from the inside out. Imagine going out for dinner and not worrying about what you are wearing or what you're ordering because you feel grounded, confident, and connected. If any of this resonated with you, then mark your calendars to sign up for your limited spot in the Holistic Body Connection program. Doors are opening for four days only, starting April 11th, 2022. You owe this investment to yourself. To learn more about this program and pricing, visit balancebliss.blog slash bodyconnection. And remember, you're worth it. 
is your microphone doing? It sounds great. <laughs> and welcome, everybody, back to another episode. This is how Kim and I do like our mic checks. We just keep talking until the sound sounds great. And that sounded great, Kim. I don't know how many times we've started a show with singing. <laughs> The people, I mean, we usually edit it out. But. A lot. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of edited edited out singing that happens. Yeah. Sometimes I like sneak it in. I don't know if you ever <laughs> noticed, like I kind of sneak it in sure to some do. episodes. Actually, the episode that came out uh, this week, if you'll notice at the end, I kept in the, by the way, you're awesome at life. <laughs> that you said at the end I of the last that. one because it was so good. Aww. Anyway, so... Yeah, we do a lot of singing on behind the scenes and also on the show for you. So for sure. Thanks for coming back, <laughs> despite all of the singing <laughs> that we that we give you throughout all of these seasons. I think people like it. They wouldn't be tuning in if they if you're here with us. Like by now, you'd be like, you already know what's up. So you're here for the singing and all of it. It's so true. I know. So listen, I had an idea. I, yeah, as I'm saying this. I literally realized that I'm saying the beginning of the original intro for The View, where it's like, I had an idea for a show. No? You don't remember that? That that was Barbara Walters' original thing. (laughs) I had an idea for a show. Before my time, Kim. Before my time. If you remember the original View with Barbara and Star Jones, who else was on there? Uh, Well, what's her face? Joy was always there. Is this uh, before Whoopi? It's pre-whoopee. Pre-whoopee. This is like okay. the original. Oh, okay. Like you were probably really young. Anywho, I digress. I probably I wasn't born yet. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> shush. Shush. I had an idea for a show though. I was like, someone had said to me recently, or I heard, it was like a quote. I don't even know where I heard it. But it was like, have you ever looked around at your life and realized that everything that you have right now is something that you dreamed of earlier on? Like, have you ever had one of those moments where you're like, take a breath and you're like, dang, like I have the job. I have the house that I like. Have you ever done that? I've not, but I often have conversations with Clara where she's like, like the other day, she was like, mom, do you think that I'm going to be a good mom like you when I grow up? And I was like, first of all, in the back of my head, I was like, yes, she thinks I'm a good mom. (laughs) But secondly, I was like, well, yeah, I think, of course I think you are. I think you're really good at, you're really compassionate and you're really kind anyway. So it was a great conversation that we had. And so oftentimes she will talk about like what she's going to be when she grows up or, you know, where she's going to live, like those sorts of things. And so I have those conversations with her, but I've never thought about like where the past me, the like the kid in me, my inner child, where she, if she would be proud of like who I am right now. I know. I was thinking about sort of the times where, you know, I was fairly vulnerable in my younger life, like in your teens. I remember being in my 20s and I remember that really awkward phase where you are just trying to like be a grown up, right? And you're like, but you're not quite a grown up, but you, all I wanted, I can remember I had this little apartment that I lived in and I had this, um, this sweet little summertime gig at a radio station. It was pretty sweet. And uh, all I wanted, like that summer, I just remember being like, all I wanted was like a nice apartment with Mm. um, controlled entry because I had like a walk up. Um, I wanted it with controlled entry, you know. Safety first. Safety first. Um, I wanted a car, but I just, I didn't care if it was a car. And you didn't have a car at this time? I had the radio station's PT Cruiser with the big logo. The pickle. Yeah. I had that, but I had to give it back. Right. <laughs> um, I rode the bus. I just wanted a car that got me um, from A to B. I didn't care if it was fancy. Um, and I just wanted a job that was like in my industry. Again, I didn't care if it was like 
well, heck, I worked the overnight shifts at some radio stations for a while, so clearly I didn't care all that much. I just wanted, like, a normal, you know, grown-up life. Yeah. You know? And now I'm like, sometimes you just get lost in it. You get lost in your day-to-day, and you look around, and you realize, like, I have, that's only what, controlled entry? Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. So, I guess, like, what we want to encourage you to do today, which Again, when you had this idea for this show, I was like, oh my gosh, like it got me thinking. So we want to get you thinking for this bite-sized bliss on what would your younger self, I mean, we kind of talked about like 10, 12-year-old self, but you also mentioned like, you know, teenhood. So what would your younger self think of the woman, person that you are today? I think about when I was younger, Mm -hmm. I believe it or not, you probably believe it. I was like a huge romantic, like I want to get married and I want somebody to like sweep me off my feet and I want to have a family. And I was into all like the rom-coms and all these sorts of things. So I always like dreamed of like what my husband would be and having like a happy life with my husband. And so that was like a big, a big thing for me career wise. Like, Mm -hmm. gosh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like when I finished high school, I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I literally don't know what I want to do. And so when it came time to apply for college, I remember I was 15 or 16, maybe I was working at Zayers as a cashier. And there was another cashier there who was a couple years older than me. And she was in college at the time. And she mentioned like the social services program at Conestoga. And I was like, Oh, what is that? Like, what are you doing? And she talked about how it's like helping people and like being a counselor. And I was like, I could, I could get behind that. Like, I feel like that's something I could do. I've always been like very compassionate and like wanting to help. And so I just, that's what I ended up applying for. And that's what I ended up pursuing. But I didn't really have like, I mean, I wanted to be a singer, like when I was a kid. And I mean, maybe that's why we sing so much on the show. I think it is. I think it's there's a microphone in front of me now. (laughs) And it's all gone. No, I'm kidding. And it's our show. (laughs) Yeah, that's like a running joke between the two of us. Yeah, eh? like it's our show. It's our show. We can do whatever, whatever we, we want. want. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's just interesting. I think the reason I like this question is I think that it's just really good for reflection purposes. Like, you know, to just take a minute and go, wow. Um, yeah, when I was 10, like, wow, would I look at this life and be like, oh, my gosh, like, you're doing it. You're really doing it. It's almost like that letter you've probably heard or the idea where they're like, write a letter to your 17-year-old self. Like, what would you tell them? Like, one of those things. I think that's where where my brain goes to this. Like, I think about, for whatever reason, when I was like 20 20 years old living in this one apartment, this is the spot I keep coming back to. I just like want to write her a letter and be like, oh my gosh, Kim, it's going to work out. It's all going to come together. Like, all the things that you wanted, like, you are going to have a life. And I don't feel like my life is anything extravagant. I really don't. But I, gosh, like, I just have so much gratitude when I stop and I think about that. Like, yeah, I remember there was a time in high school when, so, you know, when you're in high school, it feels like the entire world and it's really hard to see like beyond high school. And I remember I had a boyfriend, a boyfriend, I'm air quoting here because (laughs) like, anyway, yes, and we ended up breaking up. And it was a tough breakup because the friend that I had at that time, like, stole that boyfriend away from me. 
it sounds like silly now, but at that time I was gutted. Mm. Like I was devastated and the heartbreak was so intense. Like I was convinced that I loved him and I thought that was it. I was just like, I'm going to feel like I, I had no ability to kind of see beyond like that period of time. Mm -hmm. And so if I think back to that girl, like that's who I'm picturing right now, that girl that was like crying on the bathroom floor in her high school and like her teacher had to come and find her because she was gone for so long. If I could see that girl right now, Mm -hmm. I'd write her a letter and I would say, guess what? Guess what? Okay. And I would put like LOLs and I would write it in like those pink sparkle pens that I used to like write in. And do you remember folding notes in like a certain way? I would fold it like that just for her. And I would say, first of all, you have a dog, which is like super cool. I always wanted a dog growing up. You have a dog. I love that you lead with the dog. (laughs) You have a dog and you have a really nice house a house that is cozy and every time people come over they say oh my gosh it's so cozy in here and every time they say that it makes you so happy because that's what you want and you have a husband but not only do you have like a husband but you have a partner who loves you and that you know will always be there for you and it really is like a ride or die type of like relationship that you have and you have kids you have a job that you love to do, like you're changing lives. And thank goodness you got up off the floor of that high school bathroom when Mrs. Richardson came looking for you. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> right. And I think everyone, I think it is so easy to get in, like I said, the day to day and just sort of forget what it is that you have around you. But I think that when you have a moment, if if you can maybe think about at home, like I'm sure everyone listening is like, oh, I know that. Like, I remember a time like that. And just think about a time like that and, you know, have some massive compassion for that part of you, but also just take a moment to think what you would say to them. And I think it really will reflect um, how much you have if you could pick like one highlight from the last couple of years that you would like really excitedly like lead with and share with that younger version of you like what would that highlight be you want to know what i i mean there's many but i actually think that getting paid to be a writer oh like honestly the first time i wrote something and i got paid i was like ha! i can't believe i tricked them like <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> um but I think there are times where, I mean, I've done so many different things and not that my career and fit my, my career and fit. I'm so proud of that. And that too, like I would be so proud of that as my younger self. But I think for some reason, because from the time that I was tiny, um, like first grade, it was always like, um, I would always tell them I was going to be an author. I was going to be a writer. I was going to be this and be that. And like, now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually doing it. I mean, I know you've, you've got something similar to that too, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the first time that I like, got paid to do that I was like whoa I did it <laughs> I know and I have moments like that too and mm-hmm. do you ever have times too where you're like I can't believe like <laughs> this is gonna sound so ridiculous and yes like I'm safe to have children but sometimes <laughs> I'm like I can't believe I'm someone's mom yeah like I have mm-hmm. these moments of you know every year that goes by obviously I get a year older, but I still feel, even though I've grown so much in terms of wisdom and 
life experience. Like I've had so many things that have grown me into the mentality of the person that I am now. I sometimes still feel young. Oh my gosh. And so I always have these moments where I'm like, I can understand. I can now understand when I was like 10, 11, 12, and like you're at your friend's house and their mom is like, you know, when you're like, oh, your mom's trying to be cool or like she thinks she's so cool or she's like talking a certain way, dressing a certain way. I think of like that mom from Mean Girls, but like <laughs> the cool mom. Yeah. But like I, I understand now why that happened because they probably didn't feel like old either. No, I know. And it's just, it's like this weird, like, zone that I'm in of like I'm a grown up. I have a house, I have a job, I have bills, I have a mortgage. Like mm-hmm. I'm seen as a grown up. Like when the school calls me and like, oh we're calling about your daughter, I'm like, they're calling me? Yeah. Like, I know. I'm the mom. Jokes you know? on me. I or jokes <laughs> on them. I feel that way too. I really do. I and the boat with the kids getting um listen, I am now the mom that they're like, Mom, stop like yeah. I'll be singing, you know, my songs. They hate it when I dance. And I used to hate it when my mom would dance. Like I didn't dance in front of their friends yet. I mean, I'll save that, obviously, for a special occasion. <laughs> but um I just <laughs> Yeah, I remember feeling mortified like when my mom would do stuff like that. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, because my mom was an actual human being. Same with me. And I still feel like I'm 18 years old, but I'm definitely not. And it's bizarro. Yeah. Whatever. Life is good. Like I feel... um, I feel good with it. So I think it's just really helpful. Ask yourself today. Like look around you. Think about what you have in your life. A thing, a job, whatever. People, um, relationships that you just dreamed of having and you have them i just thought of one more thing that like my younger self would likely be proud of um i had the tendency to like often feel left out as a kid and often be like that i just had like some not so great friends growing up that just didn't treat me very nicely um and i mean that ruins your self-esteem and your confidence Mm -hmm. like especially again in those like formative years um but i'm really excited to share with that younger version of me that like i have built some pretty incredible friendships and the friendships and relationships that i'm in i'm actually able to have like what would be seen as like tough or challenging or like awkward or whatever types of conversations and nobody is like talking shit about me behind my back well not that i know of <laughs> but i i trust that they're I not i need to tell you something after the show <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but like people are just like accepting of my perspectives and my opinions and i've been able to curate those conversations in a way that are also respectful and yeah i've just had like some really um good conversations in the last year that just make me feel really proud of like one how much I've grown but also the people that are in my in my circle and in my space and in my energy like I have a really good thing going you do and that's I was gonna say that's something to be super proud of that you've fostered really amazing connections and relationships with people and you should be proud of that absolutely it's not easy but I feel like part of it has has stemmed from like really just choosing my own inner peace mm-hmm. and and really putting energy into those who support that and who encourage that and who I know like I can say anything to and uh yeah I have this one friend in particular that I'm thinking of like we've been friends for 15 16 years and we were both like immature when our friendship started and so we would 
get into these like bickerings. She's like, we've always been like really great friends to each other, but you know, you have those like girl fights or whatever, but our friendship has evolved so much that we like, we can, if we're annoyed at each other or frustrated with one another, we can actually share that. And then we just talk about it and then we just move on. And like the next time we see each other, it's fine. Oh, that's so I know it's so great that's so wonderful it's so great but it takes time to get there and I think that part of that does come with age right like you can you can't possibly have like mature reasonable conversations when your brain isn't fully developed yet and you're still in like that you know you have less impulse control and like all of these things that occur for like the 10 to 19 year olds but once you you know that it comes with age applies here absolutely and i think part of it too is like what i hear from you when you say that is like your safety is threatened when you um i mean anytime you say to someone hey i didn't like what you did there i don't like it you're like your safety is threatened that relationship is is a threat right but when you get to the point where you're like i'm pretty pretty awesome um if this person doesn't doesn't like me or gets mad at me for me saying that something they did bothered me or whatever then i'm okay with that i think that there's a comfort um that comes over time and gosh like that knowing that when when I was a teenager, I, or for you to know that when you're a teenager, that you want to know what all those awkward feelings and stuff like there's going to be a time where you're going to have friendships and connections that feel really good. And you're going to be surrounded by people who respect you and you can have those those real conversations. That's a big win, man. Mm-hmm. It's a big win. Mm-hmm. Life is pretty good. Yeah, life I'm, is good too. I'm happy with how this turned out. I can't wait to get some gel pens and <laughs> write my letter. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you to do it for real. (laughs) The next time I see you, I'm going to write you a letter and I'm going to fold it like that. Cannot wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. Listen, guys, thanks for uh, going down memory lane. We didn't really know that this was going to happen, but how could it not happen when we were talking about this topic? I hope it's giving you some inspiration, just a short little pep talk in your ear today to kind of sit and look at what you've got around you that you would have dreamed of when you were 10, 20, whatever. So take this with you today and I hope it leaves you on a good note. As always, thanks for showing up today with us, you guys guys have an awesome day bye bye thanks so much for listening to the balance and bliss podcast if you love today's show and want to hear more be sure to hit subscribe to stay up to date with all of our new episodes and if you liked what you heard take a second grab a screenshot share it to instagram and be sure to tag us at the balance and bliss podcast we'd love to see you listening and hearing from you Lastly, it would mean so much to us if you would take a moment to review and give us a rating on your favorite platform and share this pod with your friends. Your ratings and reviews are so important to help us get this message to more women and help spread the word about achieving balance and bliss. If there are any topics you'd like us to discuss, reach out to us on Instagram. That's where we hang out the most. Send us a message Tell us what you need more of in your life so we can include it in one of our upcoming shows. We can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening and stay well.